the exclusive stories behind music that helped shape and change pop culture. With award-winning broadcaster and best-selling author Jesse Dillon and co-host, award-winning music and media producer Spencer Proffer, you are inside the music. This is Jesse Dillon. You are coast-to-coast worldwide on iHeart, Spotify, Apple, wherever podcasts are heard. And, of course, on our own website, streaming video as well as audio at InsideTheMusic.us. My co-host, as always, is Spencer Proffer. And today, Spencer, we're going to mix things up a little bit. We have a legendary guest who anybody that has ever listened to music will know his name and will know his music. And I know, Spencer, that you've worked with Lamont Dozier, and I want you to do us a favor and personally introduce this amazing legend. Spencer, if you would, please. Well, I think, thank you, Jesse. I think Lamont is the quintessential American pop songwriter. My favorite writers of all time are Lennon and McCartney. And they've had, you know, their songs covered by hundreds and hundreds of people through the years. And I think an American icon who's probably had hundreds of recordings, I know for a fact he has, on some of the songs, not some, but most of the big hits that he has written. I think 71 of them went to number one uh, by you know, artists like the Supremes, Four Tops, Marvin Gaye. Even he wrote Mickey's Monkey for Smokey Robinson, who's one of the great songwriters of our lifetime as well, all the way to Phil Collins and Eric Clapton. Lamont Dozier is that guy. And he's actually a pretty cool guy. He's very passionate. He is very moved by things that give people goosebumps, which are the muse within all of us, which I think has really led him to write songs you know, emanating from his personal experiences, which are the love songs and the songs that have really touched all of us for decades. So with that, I think it would be a great honor for me to introduce Lamont to America, to the world, because you can go inside the music with a master, Lamont Dozier. Lamont, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jesse. Good, good to be with you. Lamont, you grew up in the Motor City back in Detroit. What kind of influence did that have on you as a young boy growing up? Well, it was a big influence. Uh, my grandmother was very instrumental in uh, getting me to uh, uh, get into music or love music or have a love for music. Uh, my grandmother and my aunt, Eula, uh, who used to... Uh, be a, a practicing concert pianist and uh, played all the classics and Beethoven and uh, Chopin, people like that that I admired and grew up with and loved. And uh, so I learned a lot from them, actually. And then, then there's uh, going to church with my, my uh, grandmother and, and she made me, uh, I was very young then, but I was like 10, 11 years old and she put me in the children's choir, and that was the start of my uh, uh, singing. And uh, and from that, I I practiced my skills and 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 practiced a lot. Matter of fact, during the church uh, years and uh, as a kid, and uh, learned a lot about my craft. Lamont, if I'm not mistaken, you also like country and western music. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I learned a lot. Uh, that's another another thing. Uh, western music, country and western music, uh, helped me to hone in to my uh, 
writing ability because the country music of writing is some of the best you'll ever hear. So honest, so pure, so straightforward. And uh, I noticed that uh, uh, with their lyrics and uh, the situations that uh, arose in a lot of those songs, how they uh, explained it, how they sung it. And, uh, you know, it just made me feel like I could do this, you know. And uh, I had a love for it and picked up on it right away. The Supremes, how did that come about? The Supremes, uh, I had actually wrote, uh, Brian and myself had actually wrote a couple of things before the big one, which was uh, Where Did I Love Go? We had uh, When the Love Light Starts Shining in His Eyes. That was uh, a top 20 and uh, on, the, on the pop chart. And uh, then, uh, then after that hit, um, I was uh, doodle at the piano and, and came up with uh, Where Did I Love Go? The idea for it. And uh, it was a different type of thing. And uh, which the girls couldn't stand. They hated it. And then, um, actually, I did. I wrote it for the Marvelettes. And the Marvelettes uh, was, they were just, uh, Gladys Horton was just adamant about, hey, sweetheart, we don't do stuff like that. See, they they had a big hit on uh, Please Mr. Postman and uh, uh, several hits. Uh, 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 number one record even and they uh, well, she was very adamant about not uh, liking this song and figured that they wouldn't do anything and I tried to well I got myself in a bind because uh, one of the rules is if you cut a track you have to make sure you record that song on one of the artists at the company at Motown and um or else you'll be charged for it. And in this case, uh, here I was stuck with this song, and uh, I had to do something about it. And uh, so uh, I saw Mary Wilson coming coming across the uh, front of the building, uh, across the lawn, and I, I ran out to her and acted like I was so <laughs> enthusiastic about this song. And... Uh, she already heard about it from from from, from, uh, from uh, uh, Gladys, and uh, and she said, "Wait a minute, is this the same song that Gladys turned down?" And I said, "What are you talking about?" I, I played dumb, of course. I said, "No, this I, this song got to be for you all. I mean, you know, the girls, there, as they eventually called them, uh, the Supremes, you know." And she said, "Yeah, well." Uh, you you got uh, we got to hear that and then subsequently it uh, we got into the studio and they heard it and they didn't like it. Well, they really didn't like it because Gladys turned it down and they were always saying that we, we get the leftovers and they were called the No Hit Supremes and and so it was a very nasty situation until I convinced them that it being a Best, uh, best, uh, best efforts to record this thing because it's going to be a big hit. I didn't know. I just felt the felt that the song had something, and uh, we eventually uh, learned the song with uh, taught the songs to the girls, rather, and uh, 
and uh, it was a terrible night. Uh, Gladys, I've been on Gladys. Uh, uh, Diane was just very perturbed because uh, she didn't like it, and she was trying to sing it. And her vocals uh, were, were done a different way because she used to have a high, shrilly type of sound, which I couldn't stand at the time. But uh, but and this key was cut in Gladys Horton's uh, key. So it was lower, and but for some reason it fit that voice of uh, Diane's, and, and, and it, it called out the song itself called out for this kind of mellow voice, sounding voice, and it was, and it became uh, Diane's uh, signature voice, you know, for the records to come, you know, but uh, the record uh, hit. And uh, after she had went down, had us uh, crying about it to Barry Gordy, and Barry came down, heard it, and said, hey, this sounds like it could be something. Give it a shot. So they put it out in the next couple of weeks or so. And uh, the record just started off uh, slow, and then all of a sudden it took off, you know, went straight to number one, you know. 1964, Spencer. Where Did Our Love Go? Number one, Holland Dozier Holland. Where were you, Spencer, in 64 when you first heard that song? In high school, trying to get some love. And I remember a girl that I was really courting, and we actually had one kiss. And when I heard that song, it just became like a tool for me. And I played it to her. Her name was, I think, Beth Fort Mueller. And I said, Beth, baby, where did our love go? Because after that one kiss, she never dated me again. Well, she's a smart woman. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where is she today? I don't know. The love went out with the song, but the song really spoke to the essence of puppy love. And I think that's why it was a soundtrack to all of us in high school all over the country. Let's do it. The great Lamont Dozier. I'm Jesse Dillon. You're deep inside the music today with Jesse and Spencer. 1964, number one everywhere around the world. Supremes, where did our love go?
are Inside the Music with legendary broadcaster Jesse Dillon and renowned music producer Spencer Proffer.